You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, June 30th. It's New Year's Eve for the bean counters as we've reached the end of the fiscal year. I hope everyone enjoyed our first observance of Juneteenth here at UC San Diego. Here at the current podcast, we are committed to there being at least one federal holiday every single month. And now it's time for us to get to work on August, October, and April. You know I'm gunning for Halloween. But in all seriousness, dear listener, I do hope you really took some time to reflect on the importance of the Juneteenth holiday. If you'd like more information on Juneteenth, we covered it in detail on a podcast episode last year. For your convenience, we've also posted that episode to the homepage of The Current. It's an evergreen episode. And now on to today's interview. As you are likely aware, UC San Diego's Process Palooza series recently wrapped up. For the first time, the great LSS race was conducted virtually. In this fast-paced competition, teams face off using their Lean Six Sigma knowledge to improve real campus processes. Our own Paul Kruger, a former champion himself, caught up with the winning teams. First, he spoke with Black-Eyed Leans, who won for the Study Abroad Opportunities Abroad program. Hey everybody, it's Paul Kruger from IT Services here, and I'm uh, talking to the Black-Eyed Leans, one of the winners of this year's online Lean Six Sigma Process Palooza. Uh, today I'm sitting here with Patrick Bergeron and Ingrid Chamberlain, who decided to come out and talk about their experience a little bit. And I hear that there's two other members of their team that didn't show up. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, where you work, and uh, go ahead and talk about some of the other team members as well, if you don't mind. Uh, sure, my name is Patrick Bergeron. Um, I'm Assistant Director of uh, Outpatient Rehab Services here at UC San Diego Health. Hi, I'm Ingrid Chamberlain. Uh, I work at the Geisel Library. I'm the Paging and Circulations work leader there. And there was a couple of other people that couldn't make it today, but they were still winners nonetheless, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Bree was a team member of ours, uh, fantastic. And uh, I believe she works at uh, Cal State. And then uh, uh, Genty also, uh, you know, was one of the winners alongside us. And uh, he works at admissions at uh, University of Laverne. So really great teammates and uh, sorry they couldn't join us today. So how was your experience participating in our first virtual great LSS race? I thought it was pretty fun. It was definitely a different experience than maybe I didn't know what to expect, but um, it, it was pretty exciting. Yeah, I remember we uh, we were getting ready to plan the whole great LSS race last year, right when the pandemic hit and we had to cancel it. So I'm happy we were able to, you know, get a, at least a virtual version done this year. What about you, Patrick? What do you think? Uh, same. It, it was a great experience and um, actually pretty pleased with the kind of success and versatility of it being virtual, you know, all my experience in process improvement in the past is always hands-on and you're in the room with the process owners and, you know, you're interviewing people and you're working on boards and very interactive. And so to do it remotely with people all over the state, 
I was impressed with how collaborative and productive it still was being on that kind of platform. So if anybody hasn't attended an LSS race or doesn't exactly understand how the competition works, basically you're given a scenario, which is an actual problem uh, on campus that needs to be improved or a process, not a problem per se, but a process that needs to be improved. What was your process that needed to be improved and what was your solution? Well, the process we had was from the um, study abroad program. And when people are trying to uh, get it approved, get their study abroad plan approved, it can take 10 or 12 weeks. It's enormously long time. And it often occurs at a high impact time for the departments that they have to get approval from. So we need to reduce the time so that you could shift it off those peak times. It was actually pretty surprising some of the details we found in there um, about the process and that, you know, there was kind of a lot to be improved. Um, obviously, you couldn't fix everything, but I think we came up with some pretty good solutions. Uh, do you have an example of one or two of the solutions you came up with? I mean, it's always hard when you're saying, hey, we have a problem. We need you guys to fix it. And you're always just going in there and pointing out all these flaws that they have. Like, <laughs> no, you guys should be doing that. But uh, what were one of the... Uh, um, solutions that you came up with? I think one of the biggest issues that we noticed is the people involved are so kind of specialized in their own, this person does this part of the process and only does, you know, these type of people, but there's all these other people that are on their team that can do other things, but not that specialty. So we saw the huge bottleneck being that, you know, this one person was being relied upon for this large amount of applications. So, you know, our idea was to provide that level of training to the larger team. So that way the bottleneck becomes like a wider pathway for more people to move through the process and, and really kind of sped things up. The other thing we looked at was as the application um, is commenced for the students, it's very email this person, when they email you back, you make the changes and then you email this person. And so a lot of back and forth communication that we saw an opportunity to implement uh, something we use at UCSD called ServiceNow. Oh, there where, you go. <laughs> um, yeah, using something that UCSD already has available, you know, just rolling it out in a different department. So that way the process owners are pinged when it's their turn to, to join the team and, and really help that student work that application and saves that back and forth emailing where there can be significant lag time and confusion as to what are they supposed to do next. ServiceNow can hopefully help facilitate that um, without all that back and forth communication. Wow, that's really interesting. And, you know, of course, doing a little bit of cross-training obviously gets people to lighten their load a little bit. Um, so speaking of tools, you said you mentioned uh, ServiceNow. What other tools did you find useful during the virtual meetings? Did you use anything, other, obviously, other than Zoom? Well, that Lucid Spark turned out to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we scribbled all over that thing <laughs> and we used it to create things like our fishbone diagram and, and things like that rather than switching back and forth between things. It was very, very helpful. Yeah, that's that's a good tool. I noticed that uh, when they were when they were testing that out before this whole uh, uh, competition started, we, we went in there and we tried to break the thing, but it couldn't be broken. It's a really good little tool. Uh, any other tools that uh, come to mind? You know, if I could just speak to Lucid Spark a little more, sure. you know, the, the quality of that thing, like you said, you can't break it, but also the amount of productivity that you can get um, because it's so user-friendly and straightforward that 
you really eliminate that process of learning how to use it and, you know, trying to Google how to do A, B, C, D. It's all just click, point, change the color, change the size, put it wherever you want it. And, you know, the amount of productive time is just significant compared to the time that you spend learning about the product. Um, but we also used uh, Google Docs, Google Drive. And uh, so that was a nice collaborative tool to, you know, have a lot, a significant amount of information available to everybody okay. and to be able to mark up the document, highlight, do all kinds of stuff that we could all kind of share together. So that was a big one as well. Okay. So, you know, the basics, Google stuff, and then of course, Lucid Spark, a new tool. Were there any challenges that you faced uh, either as a team or as an individual in this program or in this uh, competition other than being remote? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the biggest one. Uh, not all being in the same room and also, honestly, the speed. So, you know, normally if you were doing this process, it would take you weeks, probably interview everybody or Gemba walk or whatever you're going to do. And, you know, we sort of get handed this document and it's like, it's on, you got an hour and you know, we're <laughs> scrambling to read through this document. And it was so, it had great info, but it was so deep. Just reading through it was, mm -hmm. you know, kind of a panic. That's the competition um, so though. A little, more, a little more reading time up front would be nice, but I get it. It's a race. Yeah. But, yeah, but there was a lot to digest. I've, I've participated in uh, one of these competitions as well. So I definitely know, open the bag. Oh, there's your stuff. Hold on, let me read it before we talk about <laughs> Everybody anything. stop. Yeah, exactly. Like, what about this sentence? I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah. um, did you have any Lean Six Sigma experience before uh, participating in this competition? For me, yes, I did uh, Green Belt in 2019 and then Black Belt in 2020 and just trying to pull the tools out left and right in, in everyday work uh, as much as possible just to kind of keep skills fresh and really try to apply that objective uh, mindset to anything that we're doing in our department um, but obviously the unique situation of this is not being our department you know so giving that kind of very objective and removed point of view and a, a non-biased assessment of everything going on um, was certainly something different than what we've applied in the past, at least in my experience. That's pretty cool. Uh, Ingrid, any experience prior? Uh, well, I did do the Yellow Belt training here at UCSD oh, okay. last year. One Those of my good fun. remote work things to do. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was fantastic. Really saw a lot of things that, you know, immediately on going back in my job, hey, why did we do it this way? Why did we do that? You know, looking mm -hmm. for things to fix. But it was actually very helpful having people at a higher level on the team because, you know, it was, it, there was a lot to digest. Oh yeah. So Patrick, as the, as the senior black belt on the team, were you taking a lot of people under your wing? Uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like the team really stepped up and to be honest, it was a hard problem and it was a new uh, concept for all of us just to be put on the spot and problem solve. And so I wouldn't say that I was, carrying the team by any means everybody stepped up and brought major contributions and you know regardless of the color of their belt people mm -hmm. were bringing a lot what of if, things to the table so it was fantastic yeah. but if somebody forgot what a fishbone diagram is you'd be there to explain it to them right oh sure yeah absolutely <laughs> what, what is a gimba uh, oh the black belt knows ask him <laughs> all right so um do you think that the great lss race or process palooza could be applied to any other type of universities or even institutions or or in industries i think it, it's genius actually to you know incentivize a team of people that are experienced and motivated to solve problems for an organization is like you know 
it's crazy that everybody's not doing this. It's, it's, um, it's a win-win for everybody, you know, a good experience for us to really test ourselves, but also for the organization to get, you know, the kinks worked out of little uh, departments that they have, but then for the process owners, you know, where, you know, hopefully I can sign up my department next year to get in on this because, oh, yeah. have, you know, to have people work on your issues for you is just such a blessing. So I highly recommend it for other organizations, institutions, and universities. Do you think that you'd be implementing any type of Lean Six Sigma type process improvement projects just on your own in your in your organizations? Oh, we already have. Uh, we okay. just did um, about a month ago a process improvement to our paging system. Since we have a new curbside pickup, you know, we had to pivot to the library's closed, but we're still offering books. Oh, cool! And uh, the process that we created was sort of in a panic over last summer, and um, <laughs> it worked but it definitely needed improvement. And we came up with some great ways to reduce the turnaround times from request to pick up. Yeah. Tell you a global pandemic will really put you into high gear when it comes to changing processes, won't it? Right. <laughs> but yeah, now we've got a, a much shorter pickup time. People are happy, we just got some feedback and it looks like it's going great. That's great, mm -hmm. cool. So is there any other cool experiences or funny stories or anything you wanna to add to the, uh, to the podcast for today? Well, I definitely want to add that our two co-workers, Bree and Genji, were fantastic. I mean, they really uh, brought a lot of energy and great ideas to the LSS. <laughs> and um, they uh, also already have green belt and black belt as well. So they already brought a lot of experience to it. Oh, cool. All right. Are you planning on getting a green belt or a black belt? Possibly, but not until the library reopens. We're yeah. going through a lot of changes right now, and there's no point in changing the change until we get there. Got a little bit more uh, regular work to do before you do that extra work. What about you, Patrick? Did you do your green belt and black belt at Extension here or somewhere else? So it was UCSD. Okay. Uh, I think Extension kind of organizes it, but THT, the Transformational Health team cool. here at UCSD uh, Health, kind of puts the course on for the most part, to my knowledge. And so um, yeah, it's fantastic. UCSD offers a training for free to, you know, employees here, and it's a fantastic resource. Uh, our leadership team in rehab is kind of slowly working its way through all the courses. Everybody's done green belt, and we're probably about half of our team has done black belt. So, oh, cool. Like, yeah, fortunate to have the training resource available to just help us sharpen our minds and eventually, you know, roll out all these things to benefit our teams and patients. I got to say, how nice is it to work for a, an organization that just kind of lets you, not only lets you say, hey, we should change this thing, but they'll send you to classes to actually officially formalize, hey, let's change this thing. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, uh, thank you very much for joining me here. Uh, we got a little bit of uh, insight on how well your team did. And uh, remind me what your team's name is again. We're the Black Eyed Leans. Black Eyed Leans. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and of course, winners of uh, one of the two winners, because there's always two different processes. Mm -hmm. And how many other teams were you uh, competing against? Just one this time. Just one? Okay. Still, you're still a winner, right? Yep. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks for spending a couple minutes with us. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys back next year, maybe, uh, maybe as one of the uh, helpers or competing again maybe you can get your whole team on in on it and compete so uh we'll see and hopefully lots of good things come out of your process improvement oh, definitely all right
Thanks, Paul. Thank All you. right, thanks. Have a good one. And now let's hear from Gold Standard, Agents of Change, who won for the Summer Graduate Teaching Scholars Program process. Try saying that 10 times fast. And now we're here with the second team that has been victorious at the great LSS race, the Gold Standard Agents of Change. Today representing the group, we've got Eric Winter Villiluz and Melissa Brothers. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit of, uh, a little bit about you guys, where you work, and uh, how you heard about the competition. Uh, sure, I can go ahead and start us off. So again, my name is Eric Winterville Luce, and I'm a technical project manager at UC San Diego with the Division of Biological Sciences, specifically with the Biology Computing Services Department. Hi, my name is Melissa Brothers, and I recently completed my project management program at UCSD Extension. And with that was the elective uh, Lean Six Sigma Greenbelt. So I finished that certification as well. So now I am seeking employment. That sounds uh, pretty interesting because look what I have here. I got that exact same certificate. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, and it's, and it's pretty cool that they actually offer the Lean Six, Six Sigma Green Belt as an elective. Uh, counts as four credits. That's pretty cool. People who don't know that know that if, uh, if you wanted to take a project management certification at extension, you can use your Lean Six Sigma Green Belt as credit. Cool. So, um, so what was, uh, what was the scenario that you guys had to, to figure out the better process for? We all get a scenario and uh, some type of a process that needs improvement and you don't know about it until the beginning of the game. So what was your problem or your process? I'm gonna start us off again. Um, so we had the Summer Graduate Teaching Scholars Program offer up their entire onboarding or I guess selection, recruitment and onboarding process for selecting uh, graduate students who wanted to teach summer courses under the, I guess, mentorship of faculty members. And so they were seeing that their number of um, applicants were lower than they wanted to see, and they were also finding another, a number of other difficulties throughout their process. So what were some of the uh, ideas that you had or suggestions for uh, process improvement? Um, I think we saw a number of opportunities for improvement um, throughout the entire process. We were given a good set of data to work with the process narrative. Um, we had access to some subject matter experts who were a part of the process. Um, and then we were also given a process workflow, not really well defined or mapped out, but just the here's, here's what these people do at this time. And from that, there were um, some recommendations that we found that we felt would have the most immediate impact. Um, the main thing was being able to communicate more information upfront, in particular to the applicants. Um, so in particular, we were looking at, you know, who are that list of faculty mentors that they could select from, providing that information upfront so that um, graduate student applicants wouldn't have to then, you know, talk to, you know, potentially three or four different people or even three or four different faculty to find out whether or not they were gonna have availability in that summer. Um, whether or not they were an eligible faculty member to be a mentor, all these other things. Um, there were no number of other items within that initial application packet or that info packet that we found. Melissa, do you want to speak more to that? I think you summed it up pretty well. So this is the first time we've done a great LSS race 
online virtually. And obviously we had to, you know, make some changes. Last year we were going to have the in-person great LSS race. We were planning for it. It was going to be awesome. We had everything all booked and ready to go. And then the pandemic hit. So we had to cancel it. So we decided we were going to try to do it online and virtual this year. So in your opinion, what was your experience like participating in a virtual LSS race? There are certainly, there are certainly some challenges, uh, though I think our, our team was pretty well diverse in what we brought to the team. And we each had our strengths and were able to adapt to whether it was flowcharts or mapping or team spirit or questionnaires, questioning the SMEs. We all had a, a pretty good balance and overcame the challenges that, that we had doing it virtually. So what challenges, you, you speak of challenges, what challenges uh, are you talking about specifically? Yeah, I mean, one thing I can, um, point to is we were given a number of templates that we could use on Lucid Spark, which was the whiteboarding tool that was provided through the for the competition. And Lucid Spark was really fantastic and helpful in a lot of ways because it did give us a centralized area to sort of put down all of our, our artifacts that we were going to be using. But you know it, I needed to create a value stream map. And creating that within Lucid Spark was just a lot more time consuming than it would be on a physical whiteboard. Yeah. Is you know drawing a bunch of individual lines, trying to copy paste and save some time there. But you know, but that's the sort of thing that virtually, if you already have it or had had a tool that was just really built for like we're going to do a value stream map right now, and you just continue adding steps as you need it, and it'll just con continue to iterate. Would have been fantastic. But instead, it was you know, copy and paste and change some text and align everything correctly. And mm -hmm. that's just a technical challenge for me. Another challenge is it's just a little harder um to be on zoom than it is to be in space with people um yeah. i think we've all experienced that immensely over the past 15 to 16 months but in particular since i didn't know anyone in my group and i don't know that any of us knew anyone um there was i think the additional challenge of just a higher curve when it came to like adjusting the social interactions everyone was fantastic i don't feel like there were any issues on the team but it's just harder to do, you know, that compressed five hour work time and not be able to like share space with people. At least I felt that personally. Yeah, it's always a little bit of a challenge. Obviously you've got a little bit of a time crunch because it's a competition, right? And, uh, and then not being able to actually interact with people face to face, you know, hey, grab, you know, grab me the, uh, the, the whiteboard marker and, you know, give me the dry erase marker. I wanna write something on here and then you erase it. And so I always feel like if, everybody had like a big touch screen in their living room, then, then we could all play around with, with the, with the Lucid Spark a lot more. Uh, Lucid Spark has definitely been uh, kind of the star of the show for a lot of these competitions. Everybody has nothing but great things to say about Lucid Spark, but uh, were there any other tools that you guys ended up using for collaboration? Mainly we used the Google Docs, uh, Google Drive, uh, so that each of us would be able to work independently and also collaboratively at the same time. So, um, and we'd be able to kind of interchange between the two. Honestly, it's a little more streamlined because you are online and you have the avail 
the ability to tab over to another, you know, to another document. Whereas if it were physical, I can't imagine it now being physical in person because it was a bit streamlined on uh, on the Google Drive, and then we were able to use Lucid Spark and uh, transfer everything into um, into the Lucid Spark for the presentation. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that uh, you guys had an advantage of uh, in in these uh, competitions in years past, it's basically, here's a bunch of pieces of paper, you can have a pen and a clipboard, but for the most part, they're just using the whiteboards the entire time. So it's uh, it's pretty interesting how you guys were able to adapt and uh, not have to just be beholden to uh, printed out pieces of paper with scenarios on it and a whiteboard. <laughs> so do you think that uh, the great LSS race or process Palooza could be applied to other universities or, or institutions or even other uh, industries? Well, coming from a place where I'm not affiliated personally with UCSD, I believe so. I um, We also had uh, one of our team members was from another university who would like to adapt these, you know, the principles into their university. So I believe that it, it can go into other industries. You're talking about Process Palooza itself, or lean, you know, change, or even yeah, the Lean Six Sigma kind of concept, yeah. Oh yeah, Lean Six Sigma can go pretty much anywhere in the industry. So what what industry did you come from before? If you don't mind me asking, before uh, getting your project management certificate. Uh, maritime operation. Oh wow! See now that's talking about a lot of processes that need to be improved or could be improved to uh, save a lot of time and money and even a lot of safety. Um, I think the government could definitely benefit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Navy veteran myself, so I've got plenty of opinions about that, but I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> but uh, Eric, what Lean Six Sigma experience did you have? Did you ever do any of the uh, the green belt or black belt courses or are you, are you new to it? So I'm, Relatively new to UCSD and um, relatively new to Lean Six Sigma. I did get my yellow belt in December, um, and I'm hoping to be able to continue on and find a good project to work on for a green belt, perhaps in the coming year. Uh, we'll see how things work out with that. But one of the things I really appreciated about coming to UCSD is just the, the top to bottom investment in this methodology and uh, a real, not just value for continuous improvement, but that value leading to action. Yes. So that's been a really, it's just re refreshing to see such a large organization invest so heavily in their staff and it really invest in trying to make things better and do things better. Isn't it refreshing to be able to work for an organization that not only embraces change and improvement, but make lets you go to courses that uh that go ahead and make that change possible i just think it's pretty great to work here at ucsd melissa you should try to put in an application just saying <laughs> so who Absolutely. came up with Come the join us. yes join the dark side we have cookies so who who uh who's responsible for the gold standard agents of change title that's a pretty interesting uh team name that was definitely a consensus decision. We were working on a few different things, decided <laughs> we wanted to move away from yellow and go towards something more gold. 
I think Brian had the idea to go a little more Austin Powers-ish. Um, so we sort of <laughs> played that up in our background. Yeah. It was, it it was, was yeah, it was so collaborative. It, I'm like, how did it even come come to be? I don't even remember. It was kind of all 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 together. <laughs> I think that's the kind of fun thing about these competitions is you know the first fun thing you get to do is think of a team name, and that's kind of a good icebreaker to get you guys to start working together. Is we were a little wacky in the beginning, or all, all throughout. So wacky. Yeah. That is that is we definitely have- a word that I would. I would love to be a part of a group that is cons- that is described <laughs> as wacky. So, is there any wacky stories or anything uh, anything you wanted to let us know about? Some something uh, interesting or funny or just kind of something you want to throw in there? Well, I, looking back, I think we all learned a lot through this experience. One of the things that I think we would definitely do differently if we had another chance is make sure to use our subject matter experts our first day. Um, we sort of. <laughs> held it off to the very end so that we'd have as much information and be able to ask the most you know, di- pointed and directed questions to get the information we need. And all of a sudden we had 10 minutes left and we're trying to get access to a SME and we, we weren't able to. So we had to compress that all into our you know, two hour work period plus build presentation, plus talk to SME on our second day. Oh, man. Um, so that was definitely one of those things where I think we, we were so intent on trying to get as much information as possible to use that time so effectively that we really ended up putting ourselves into a corner. But thankfully, our SME was amazing. Um, Haley just really did a fantastic job getting us not just information, but even even further insight that wasn't in the documentation and just helping us see some of the nuance and what they were doing that we wouldn't have had otherwise without consulting with her. Great. Any last uh, Any last words for you, Melissa? That sounds very dark, but you know what I mean. No, it was a great experience. Uh, I really enjoyed using the tools that we had, that we had learned through the Greenbelt program and collaborating on, on this competitive journey. <laughs> it sounds like you were the Lean Six Sigma expert on your team. Is that right? No, no. Greenbelt, was uh, there a black belt on the team? No, well, we had three green belts. Oh, okay. By yellow. So we were all, I think that we all did, you know, a great job. You know, I was, I, I'm, I was the one asking all, a bunch of questions. And so I, I liked that part of it. I, was, I liked kind of diving into it and trying to stump, stump the process owner and see how. Yeah, Melissa was fantastic doing that. Always asking, you always got to ask as many questions as you can, right? It was it was fun. I enjoyed kind of just investigating the scenarios and seeing how we can improve them. So, yeah. can we look forward to seeing you guys competing next year when we actually come back in person? Hopefully, I think I might go out on top. Leave it there. You can go out on top. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any desire to come back, Melissa? I'd give it a try. You know, I'd be interested to see how it it's different in person without the collaborative tools that we had. I know it would be a different challenge. It definitely is, uh, especially when everybody's watching you do it. <laughs> yeah, see, I think that would be, that would be a good challenge to have, just to have that experience under my belt. Well, thanks for your time. And hopefully we can you know, get back to doing these LSS races in person. 
And uh, we hope to see you at next year if we do have it in person. And once again, gold standard agents of change, along with the black eyed leans are our winners for this year's great LSS race. So I want to thank everybody that uh, sat down to talk to me a little bit today. And hopefully everybody, you know, got a little bit of uh, insight on how well the great LSS race went online virtual this year. And hopefully we can see everybody next year in person. Thank you, Paul, and congratulations to our winning teams. And thank you to the many others who participated. And hey, listen to that. I got through this whole episode without mentioning that I myself won Blue Ribbon at Process Palooza a couple of years ago. Nope, didn't mention it once, didn't brag for one second, didn't say it at all. And before I even begin to get tempted to say it, I will say that is a wrap for this week. Happy birthday, America. And happy 4th of July to all of you. Due to that holiday, no episode next week, but we will be back on July 14th. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.